Hey everybody, what's up? Joe McCall, REI in your car. Hope you're doing awesome. So I just got back from looking at an office and a lot of you know I have a home office and I had an office before that I was leasing with some friends who were also real estate investors and that was cool but the main guy who had the lease the landlord was kind of I mean I'm sure there's two different sides to these stories but the landlord was kind of a jerk and uh, he wanted to like triple the rent because he thought this was such a prime location it should be worth a lot more. And so the main guy who was had the master lease kind of, you know, flipped flipped him the bird and said, no, we're not paying that much, that's ridiculous. And so now it's been two years and guess what? That office is still vacant, still vacant. But anyway, I wanting to get an office again for my assistants. And so I'm looking right now actually for a part-time bookkeeper, part-time admin assistant to help me. So one full-time person who does bookkeeping and admin stuff. So and then I also have my other local assistant here who will be working out of that office. She's been working out of her home for the last couple years. So I'm making some little minor changes like that. I'll still be working out of my home office mainly, coming to this office once or twice a week. And the cool thing is though, I'll be actually driving more so I can do more REI in your car podcasts. But here's the thing I wanted to, I wanted to talk about. Uh, the, the, the office, the guys who own this office, is a, it's a Keller Williams franchise. And I've had my license, my realtor's license, with Keller Williams for probably four or five years now. And I wanted to talk about that and talk about why you should consider getting your real estate license. Now, nothing gives me the heebie-jeebies more than <laughs> than, than uh, <clears throat> being a listing agent. Uh, you know what gives me more heebie-jeebies? Uh, being back in corporate world, uh, working out of a cubicle. That gives me the heebie-jeebies. I mean, that gives me the uh, <clears throat> the, the heaves, like the heebie-jeebies, where I gotta like up upheave or throw up, whatever. <laughs> that is gross. So, yeah, put me in front of a cubicle or in a cubicle, and I might as well just, like, die. I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't say that, because God might want me to work out of a cubicle someday to teach me a lesson. All right, anyway, like, next in line to working in a cubicle is being a realtor, like being a typical, traditional realtor doing listing presentations and taking buyers around showing homes. Um... I'm not saying like I'm above that, but like, ah, oh, that would be horrible. <clears throat> so, uh, but as an investor, I would, I want to propose to you that you, you should think about getting your real estate license. Why? A couple reasons. Uh, when you're doing deals, you're inevitably or invariably going to deal with agents. And it helps if you can wear your realtor hat when you need to. When you're talking to a realtor and you tell them that, hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a realtor with Keller Williams or whatever, I uh, just wanted to ask you about this certain property, it automatically like puts down their doors or their defenses a little bit. 
Um, and and if they if you just tell them you're an investor and, and you're trying to you're just going to come in and lowball them and take advantage of somebody. <clears throat> most of the time, not all the time, but you know, there's a negative connotation to being just an investor. When you are talking to realtors and dealing with realtors, it's a little easier many times when you can kind of wear your realtor hat and talk about how you're licensed as well. Um, hold on a second. So it's something to think about. And there are some drawbacks, of course, because now if you're dealing with a seller, you're going to have to disclose that you're a realtor. And sometimes sellers might think automatically that you're trying to, you're just trying to get a listing. So you'll have to do a little explaining and say, no, you know what, I'm, I'm, I am a realtor, but I'm not looking for a listing. I'm looking for a property to buy. And I uh, wanted to talk with you about that. Oh, cool. I'm driving down this road that I normally take to get home. And uh, I thought this railroad track was abandoned, and it's actually not. There's rail cars on it. Okay, so anyway, the that's a big advantage. And then also, of course, you get access to the MLS, which you can get access to the MLS if you're not licensed. And there's ways to do that. But it's just a whole lot easier, isn't it, if you're licensed and you can get log into it yourself. <clears throat> and here's the thing. If you have virtual assistants working for you, what are you going to do if you're not a realtor and you want your VA to do stuff for you? Like, are you going to give the realtor your friend's MLS access? I'm sure there's rules against that. Maybe there's rules against giving your VA your own MLS access codes. I don't know. But it's it's just easier to get into the MLS. Another big reason, you may not know this, is a lot of times in the back office of the MLS, there's a lot of advantages and things you can do back there. For example, normally, at least in ours, and I've seen this in others, you can uh, go to Reallist or RealQuest through the back office of your MLS, and you can download up to 5,000 names for free. So every month you can go in and download 5,000 addresses to mail to. The other big advantage if you're doing deals virtually is that you can uh, access nationwide MLS data. So one of the things we like to do is email realtors offers. So we can go into any city and just for example go into Redfin and say, all right, I want to I'm going to go to Orlando. I'm going to look for all the properties that have been on the market for over 60 days that need work. And I'm going to send the realtor, the listing agent, uh, an email. Not a contract or an offer, just send them an email. Well, you can't get the realtor's contact information from Redfin. and You can't get it from Zillow or Realtor.com or any of them. You kind of have to Google and dig a little bit. But if you're a realtor, you can go into the back office of your MLS most of the time. And I think, I think this is a uh, National Association of Realtors product. I'm not sure. But you can go in and find the realtor's contact information which includes their cell phone number, their email address, and their fax number. So you could send them messages and marketing or emails for their properties, right? So that's a huge benefit. What else? You know, one of the drawbacks, I guess you could say, would be you're going to be held to a higher standard. And I would argue that that may not necessarily be a drawback. That may be a good thing. And, you know, I think a lot of investors need to be held to a higher standard, and they need something like realtors have um, with a board of ethics. So that's not a bad thing. <clears throat> that's a good thing. Now, it does get tricky. You know, I've, everybody's heard the stories of people who get in trouble who don't have their license, you know, with brokering activities or whatnot. But then there's also tons of stories of brokers and people who are licensed who do get in trouble. So you're going to get in trouble no matter what you do. And if, you're, if you haven't gotten in trouble yet, you've not done enough deals. How about that? 
So don't let that kind of stuff hold you back, that kind of fear. Uh, don't let that stop you from trying to do deals. Um, you know, I, I've heard stories, though, of, of wholesalers that are licensed that get in trouble because they wholesale a property instead of listing it, and they make thirty grand instead of maybe the $4,000 that they would have gotten if they just did a listing commission. So you have to be real careful with disclosures. You have to disclose everything. I have a good friend in California. When he gives his disclosure, he makes the seller sign something that says, you know what, I'm going to make a lot of money on this deal. I might even make a million dollars on this deal, but you're okay with that, right? And he makes the seller sign that. And the seller also signs something that says to the effect of, I am a licensed agent, but I don't represent you. I only represent myself. And this is not a listing agreement. And I'm going to make a lot of money. And uh, you're okay with that. So those are the kinds of disclosures you have to do. And in some ways, there's more disclosures that you have to do as a realtor. But that's okay. Disclosures aren't bad. And the other thing I think I'll finally say is uh, one of the advantages of having a realtor's license. You have, especially with a great company like Keller Williams, they have a ton of really, really good training. And so you can uh, get some good sales training with realtors. And they have an office. They're a little more organized than most investors are, right? Because they have to be. So you can have an office <clears throat> with real people in there that are passionate about real estate. Um, so that's cool. And the other cool thing is, too, since you're licensed, uh, you may have a seller that just wants to sell and they want, you want, they want to do a listing. You can refer that to one of the agents and get a referral commission. You can't get referral commissions if you're not licensed. You also may have, since you have a relationship with these realtors now, you may also have a realtor that has a deal or a potential listing, whatever, that uh, needs a lot of work and they're gonna refer that to you for you to buy and fix up or flip or whatever. And then you can pay that agent a referral commission. So when you're working in a good office, you can, you can get deals. You can give deals to other realtors. Realtors can give you deals. Especially if you're doing lease options, there's a huge, huge opportunity to make money doing lease options as a realtor. I did a podcast with a guy named R.P. Murphy you should go listen to about a year ago or so. Check that one out. And um, cool. So I think I'm going to get this office. I was looking at it at $750 a month. I don't know how big the office is, but you can sit two or three people in there. They're going to build a green room because Keller Williams is, is emphasizing or telling their, their realtors to really start focusing more on video. And they're going to make some kind of room, video, uh, audio podcast room or whatever. And so I might do my own videos in there. In fact, I told the guys, I said, hey, listen, I'd love to do that. I might even invest in some of it, helping you make it look nice so I can do my audio and video podcasts and videos or whatever in there as well. So that might be cool, huh? That's it. So if you're looking for a good realtor to hang your license with, I would strongly suggest checking out Keller Williams. Now, I do get some kind of referral commission or something if people sign up under me. It's kind of like a network marketing thing, but I, I don't care about that. I would even still recommend Keller Williams in spite of that because um, it is a good company. The people there are very passionate. A lot of people leave Keller Williams and then come back. So you might you might get, check that out. And the guy who, who wrote the book for real estate investors, Gary Keller, he wrote a book called The Millionaire Real Estate Investor. It was the guy who started Keller Williams. So they're very investor-friendly check them out. And by the way, when you are talking to a broker about hanging your license with them, uh, you need to tell them and be honest with what you're doing. You need to tell them, listen, I'm not going to be a traditional listing agent. I'm going to be doing investing activities. 
But I'm going to be referring a lot of leads to you of deals that I can't actually um, list or I don't want to list. And uh, you may have some clients that need to sell a house that you don't want to list and I'll buy. Does that make sense? So when you're, or when you're talking to a broker about getting an office or hanging your license with them, approach it from their perspective and what's in it for them. And uh, just make sure you're bringing them business. You're bringing them referrals. And occasionally you may get a listing or you may get a buyer and you can make some realtor commission money, right? So think about it, what's in for the broker as well. That's all I wanted to say about that. I'm home now. As you can tell, it's, the background's really, really quiet. Maybe you can hear some birds. Can you hear those birds? I love being out here. So I'm going to get going here. We're going to go look at a house with my wife, actually. A, a property for my mom. And because I'm licensed, oh, guess what? Another huge advantage. I get to go inside and look at the house. I have access to the Supra key or whatever it's called. I don't know how to use it. It's been a couple years. Uh, but the, uh, the Supra key thing, I think you can do it with my phone. But uh, you can go look in houses. You can go look inside of houses. Um, I just have my assistant help me with that stuff. Even though I can do it myself, she just kind of schedules it and coordinates it and meets me at the house. She just takes care of that stuff. Oh, one thing that really sucks, <laughs> big disadvantage, you have to take these um, continuing education classes. And so I've got four classes I have to take in the next couple months. But that's all right. That's it, guys. I'll see you later. Take care. Bye. <laughs>